It's Christmas week and so the Rapple and Diggs Friday Fix podcast isn't a Friday this week, but a day or so earlier. That's right, isn't it, Rapper? That's it, Diggs, yeah, mate. We're all eggle-tea-piggle-tea, mate, haven't we? <laughs> Can you say that with a Scottish accent, perhaps? <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, better not, mate. <laughs> better not <laughs> Might might upset all our Scottish listeners, mightn't it? So yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, we're all big... we're all Celtic, though, aren't we? So we're all the same. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. We're always welcome up here, dudes. Yeah, fellow Celts, mate. Yeah, fellow Celts. that's right. Yeah. Have you got your kilt on or what? No, not yet, mate. <laughs> I'm saving it for Christmas Eve. <laughs> really. <laughs> Right. Yeah, it's a bit fresh on the old trussocks, mate, at the minute. <laughs> right. If anyone hasn't realised, the rapper's up in Scotland at the moment. I'm down here in Cornwall. bit blowy down here today, I have to admit. But, um, Is it, mate? Yeah, must be all those Brussels sprouts in advance of Christmas. But, uh, <laughs> but Yeah, that's it, mate. It's all right here, Dave. Is it? Two degrees. Yeah, two degrees, mate. Warm. Oh, right. Warm. Yeah. Well, it, Just, it gets dark up here, mate, quick. It was dark at three o'clock yesterday, mate. Was it? So it's well, yeah, practically really, dark now really. then. So, um, yeah, it is, yeah, almost, mate. Well, it, yeah. it actually, whilst you talked about two degrees, when I was, uh, I watched the Weybridge Camelford game on Friday, and oh, yeah. when I left Weybridge, it was saying two degrees on the car temperature. When I got home, it was eight degrees. Was it? Yeah. So, not warmer down north, down down west, mate. Down west, it? that's not right, boy. Far better down west, that's right. Yeah, so. exactly. <laughs> it's obviously going to be a, a shortened version today. The podcast, um, not so many interviews, and uh, uh, we're just getting the facts and the 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 games out, the fixtures. We're, we're letting people know what happened last weekend and what's going to be happening this weekend, and then we're all going to be tucking into our Christmas turkey, aren't we? That's it, thanks. Yeah. Short and sharp and... Sweet. Yeah. <laughs> sweet, yeah, short and sweet. Right. Yeah. You can subscribe to the Rappo and Deke's Friday Fix podcast. Search for Cornish Soccer Talking Football. Let's go to one of our regulars. It's Cam Weldon, the media man at Truro City. Didn't they do well against Dagenham, though, Grapper? Oh, brilliant. Brilliant, Deke. Yeah. Yeah, gutted for him, really, mate. What, what a great effort, mate. What yeah. great effort. Well, let's hear from the man himself, Cam Weldon. Well, how was it that Cam almost, a, well, a, a victory to remember, but not quite by the sounds of it? It was one of those afternoons where you look back and you thought, you're just proud of the football club, really, um, and the team of what they what they achieved. And it was, if, if it wasn't for the, the lottery of um, penalties, the Truro could have easily have progressed to the, the fourth round, which is something they've never, well, they've never got to the third round before, but um, could have got to the fourth round of the competition for the first time ever. So, but um, yeah, they've lost, unfortunately, lost on penalties, which, as I said, it's a bit of a lottery, but um, they did so, so well all afternoon, really. And I, I think, let's be honest, I think a couple of people sort of had written true off before the game were thinking, oh, Dagenham from the National League, they're an ex football league side, well established, and I think a lot of people are thinking, oh, fearing for the worst, almost with Truro a little bit. But um, I think, if I, I'm not, you could say I'm being biased, but I think Truro will probably, I think it's fair to say they're probably the better team throughout the game, really. Um, Dagenham had a period in the second half where their fitness sort of showed a little bit, and uh, um, but that's, that's to be expected. Truro obviously part time, Dagenham full time, so. 
But overall, especially first half, I thought Truro were by far the better team and probably created the better of the chances, really. And um, to go, obviously, nil-nil at half-time, doing really well. Probably only downside was we haven't opened the scoring, but nil-nil half-time, second half went out for it. And um, they had two goals disallowed for fouls on, in the box, um, which, having looked back at them both, they both look, to be honest, both look like fouls. So referee made the right decision, really. And then they took the lead through... Slightly sloppy from us a little bit. He got down to the byline there, guy, but take nothing away from the fair play. He had, he had the pace to get there, ran to the byline, nice little dink to cross, and it's a good, it's a good header really, and um, from close range. And Dagenham took the lead, and I think I was like the seventy-fifth minute, and you're thinking mm-hmm. when that went in, Dave, I'll be honest, you're thinking is that is that the end of the game for us mm-hmm. now? I've got the tie done really, but because um, it could easily have happened where the players just let their heads drop, and that was it. But um, credit where credit's due, they kept battling on and. And rather frustratingly, we thought we'd equalised in about the 85th minute. It was a um, a long ball forward, and it just ball sort of like ricocheted and fell to the Tyler Harvey, who put the ball in the back of the net. It was quite a nice finish, really. But the linesman put his flag up. I was down the other end at the time, so I didn't really, I couldn't really see it to be honest. But um, having looked at having looked at, looked it back on a footage, it looks like. Tyler was timed his run really well. Actually, it looked like he might have even been on site. It was one of those where you might have to get the VAR lines out for. But unfortunately, at <laughs> true road level, we don't have the um, we don't have that, and we don't. Uh, I say unfortunately, but in this in this situation, we, um, we didn't have that. And uh, although it was surprising to see on on Sunday, there was um, the referees all had mics on, on Dave. Not something you see very often. A fourth yeah, official right. as well. So. Mm-hmm. Um, we felt very professional, yeah. But um, yeah, so Tyler, as I said, had his goal disallowed, which was a bit um, disappointing, really. But they didn't let their heads drop, and Truro made a, a bit of a ta- like a tactical change and um, took off Ryan Dixon, who I will say was absolutely superb all afternoon in midfield. I said it on the radio a couple of weeks ago, but um, for a bloke who turned 35 last week, he, he runs around the pitch like he's 22. Like his <laughs> fitness is brilliant. Like. Um, his desire to win the ball superb and um, I think overall I think everyone played their part but I will say the, the three centre-backs uh, Ollie Tomlinson Ellis Johnson who isn't who isn't really a traditional centre-half and uh, Shane White and all three of them were, at, were superb uh, Carl Riley Lowe Zach Hartley as well on the wing-backs Rolls brilliant and just an all-round great great game and um, a 1-0 down 80, well, into the night 18, 89th minute I think it was Um They'd uh, made a tactical change. Ryan Dixon had come off. James Ward came on. Um, obviously, found my captain, but Jewel registered with us. And um, basically, I think they just said to him, "Make a nuisance of yourself. You're going on as like a target man, centre forward sort of well, Just um, no point going centre back. Just push you up there and see what you can do." And um, the long ball forward. Uh, Wardy got his head on it, knocked it on, and Rocky Neal managed to find a little bit of acre of space really, and um, just. Absolutely levered into the bottom corner, which the goalkeeper no chance, and um, Truro deservedly got their equaliser and let, drew the game as such. But uh, as we know, there's no replay this year, so it was straight to pens, and unfortunately, the penalties didn't really work out for us. And Tyler had his penalty saved. Um, Dagenham scored all four of theirs, but um, we scored the next two, which I think is Rocky Neal and Ewan Pollock both scored theirs, and then unfortunately, um, we had scored obviously to, to stay in the game and. Shane's penalty was well saved by the goalkeeper, so um, frustrating. Other for the start is almost a lottery, really. But there's no doubt that um, we gave uh, National League Dagenham Redbridge a hell of a good game, and I think they probably weren't expecting it. And it was one where I think we can leave that game and uh, 
take hopefully take that take that performance levels and momentum stuff with us into the rest of the season because we can we can leave that with um, our heads held, heads held high really it was a, a proud day for the football club really and one that we put ourselves on the map a little bit with that performance levels because uh, if we play I think Paul even said it in his post match we play like that every game um, between now and the end of the season no matter where we end up he'll he'll rest easy so um, <laughs> sleep easy and stuff so yeah it's one of those where performance level absolutely spot on and unfortunately on the day the result wasn't there but um yeah it's a good 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 afternoon's work for us and um unfortunately that's the fa trophy done done now for this for this season but um another historic campaign and one that we can well go again next year but at the moment just focus back on the league day yeah and uh, so who is your next match so surprisingly for us it's um we don't actually have the traditional boxing uh boxing day game this year um which is a bit odd, but we play on the 27th on Monday, mm-hmm. and uh, it's Taunton Town at home, so <laughs> it seems to me we play them every other week, really, Dave. But uh, yeah, it's um, Taunton again for the third time this season. Um, obviously, we already played them both, both of them away in the league, and then the uh, Southern League Cup lost both games, unfortunately. But yeah, so that's definitely going to be a very tough game. We know Taunton are very physical side, very, very fit, um, well organised. Rob's got them very well organised there so they're a good side and uh, it will be a difficult game for us but I think we'll take confidence when we last played them um, on Bank Holiday Monday in August we um, it seems like an age ago now but uh, we, we played well against them and although we lost 2-1 a 90th minute goal from Dan Sullivan obviously former Truro player we pretty much matched them we were down to 10 men for uh, 60 minutes Fred Palmer got sent off in the first half and uh, it's one where Tyler got uh, equalised for the penalty spot had a free kick a few minutes later, hit the bar, and it's, um, it was a game where we, at the time, we felt like we perhaps could have got something from it. Um, we deserved more than what we got in the end, but as I said, that was in the past now, we've just got to focus on um, on the game, this, uh, see on the 27th, and it's going to be, a, as I said, a very difficult game, as they always are against Taunton, a very good side, but it's just, hopefully, it's going to be interesting to see what happens, really, with the, the pitch got, obviously, absolutely battered on the um, the weekend with the game on the Saturday and the game on the Sunday so uh, thankfully it's had a well it's got seven days now for the Parkway guys to get on there and basically try and salvage what they can with it really and <laughs> see how it look see how it's looking in um uh, on the 27th so yeah it's a should be a good game the tickets obviously on sale as always on our website um and also on the gate as well so hopefully we get another good turnout for it I think Torn to take a good away following as well so um, we should have should have a good attendance for it, Dave, and hopefully we can see uh, Truro get a good result in the league because they'll be wanting to build on that um, good performance against Dagenham and not forgetting the two-all draw against the league leaders last week. So, um, yeah, Truro's league form, we're doing all right at the moment, Dave, and uh, one of the games, obviously we've still got a mountain of games in hand, haven't we? So, um, just like to get a game on, really, and then just uh, see where we go from there for the rest of the season. And that match on um, Bank Holiday Monday, that that's a three o'clock kickoff. Three o'clock kickoff, yeah, yeah. Um, I know they've been changed in the past, one o'clock stuff, but no, it's, it's a three o'clock at the lifer. Right. Okay. Well, thanks so much for, for that, Cam. Um, all the best for Christmas, and we'll speak. Uh, well, we'll find out how you get on next time. Real cheers, Dave. Have a good Christmas, everyone. Your Cornish soccer podcast. Yeah. Well, disappointing, Diggs. But if ever there was pride in a defeat, mate. I guess this is it, really, isn't it? You know, I mean, great, fantastic effort, mate. Straight to pens again, Deeks. You know, I find, I, find, I still find that a joke, mate, don't you? In a, <laughs> in a big, 
in a big national FA competition, Deeks. You know, straight the pen. So yeah. I just but probably save the pitch a bit maybe anyway but but another tough one for City mate isn't it Taunton on, on Monday Deeks is a bit like after the Lord Mayor's show isn't it Deeks so it'd be hard to get themselves back up for that one wouldn't it yeah and, and to be fair they well let's let's hope that how well they did on Sunday actually kicks on their season doesn't it because we keep saying it every week I think we keep saying yeah. this could be the turning point but but uh-huh. um they have to do something soon if they want to get up into those uh, playoff places, don't they? Yeah, more than capable, Diggs, aren't they? More than capable. Yeah, you know. I think so. Yeah. They, they just, well, they're more than capable, but they've got to start doing it soon. So. Uh, yeah, I know, I know, mate. Yeah, like you said, Diggs, so hopefully take the positives out of that one. You know, great performance and, and kick on in the league, mate. Yeah. That's it. I mean, yeah. Taunton, Taunton had played 20, they got 33 points. Truro have played 18, got 28. So, I mean, if Truro were, yeah. were to win their games tonight, obviously they, they'd be one point above Taunton. But, um, yeah. as we keep saying, I think every week, is it better to have the points or the games in hand? Yeah, yeah we do, mate, don't we? Mm. Yeah. Better to have the points, isn't it, really? Probably is, I think, Deeks, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah always, always, mate. Anything could happen, could it, mate? Injuries, suspensions. You don't know what's around the corner, Diggs, dear, but once, once the points are in the bank, they're there already, mate, aren't they? Mm, that's right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, what we do know is what happened last Saturday in the Western League. And, um, well, there was a, a few surprise results, weren't there, for our Cornish sides? Yeah, say that again. I think we said on the show last week, mate, we'd sort of be happy with 10 points out of the 12, wouldn't we? But, you know, we got we got nine, mate, didn't we? I mean, you know, Mosel up to third, Deeks, you know, fantastic, mate. 6-2 at street. Yeah. Um, great result. Um, Millbrook, mate, obviously, you know, poor old Bridport getting battered mate and they I mean Mil- Millbrook's, they let in a goal eventually. Yeah, mate, no, what, what a shame they conceded <laughs> that goal. Yeah, probably too easy for him, Deeks, wasn't it? Probably. You I get think, that, well, don't you? Bridport scored point. quite early on, didn't they? True, mate, I suppose. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, you can, yeah, true, mate. You've got to give them a bit of credit, I suppose, haven't you? No. But, no, I know, mate. <laughs> but three hat-tricks, Deeks, on, on a positive note, mate, for, for Millbrook, mate, wasn't it? So, yeah. three hat-tricks and... And so Ash, mate, you know, good grind, grind out a good two-one win at Wellington, mate. You know, after not playing first game for three weeks, I think things won it for the Ashes. So yeah, yeah, yeah. good win. And, and you know, did you see Alston's highlights, Deeks? I mean, it looked like they could have been three or four nil up, didn't it? You know, from the highlight, you know, hit the bar a couple of times, mate, didn't they? At Shepton, and you know, I bet Mass was there standing on the touchline, wishing he had a had a striker that could finish like he did, mate, <laughs> in his prime, but. But, yeah, they look like they dominated it, but obviously, you know, went down to a disappointing 3-1 defeat, Dicks, in the end, didn't they? Yeah. Now, you mentioned you know, goal scorers at Helston. Now, obviously, Stu Baker was suspended, but yeah. I don't think any of us um, quite saw Billy Tucker leaving, did we? No, no, shocked me. Shocked. Shocked, Dicks. But, no, you know, I suppose, you know, Billy lives up there. He's got young family, mate, and he, so... You know, you can see the, you can see the sense in it, Diggs. I suppose, couldn't you? You know, Barnstable rumoured to be getting a few quid in as well, mate, didn't they? So, 
you know, I suppose it's a no-brainer if you if you can sort of command the same money on your doorstep digs rather than a sort of well, what was it, mate, five-hour round trip for a home game to Alston, I suppose, digs really, <laughs> isn't it? Possibly. <laughs> of course. Yeah. Um, the the old rumour mill is doing overtime yeah. at the moment as well. Ryan Turner is suggested that he's uh, he'll be the next one out the door, but uh, Max Gilbert coming the other way from Liscard. What about that? Yeah, Max is a talented lad, mate, isn't he? Talented player, Diggs. You know, he, he's having a few clubs, mate, isn't he, in the last couple of seasons. You know, but it'd be nice if he could go somewhere and settle, wouldn't it, really? Yeah. For his for his own, yeah. I don't know, Diggs, but he's a good lad, Diggs, isn't he? And, you know, a talented footballer, mate, and obviously from a, you know, a talented footballing, Cornish footballing family, Diggs, isn't he? So, but yeah, yeah, I'd like to see Max go somewhere, Diggs, and really put his stamp on a, position mate and, and, and sort of stick with a team for two or three seasons wouldn't you mate I, I think he'd flourish then mate wouldn't you yeah is he too much like Tyler Elliott though is it a similar sort of player yeah yeah, yeah I, I can see what you're saying now Deeks yeah very similar sort of player really so yeah is it interesting one Deeks isn't it you don't really see a lot of movement around Christmas time Deeks do you like no, that. and of course we're talking. We're not absolutely sure um, that it is happening. We're only talking rumours here, yeah. aren't we? So um, that's what we're here for, Deeks, isn't it? For you know, we're well, cutting edge on, on Cornish football. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he'll be wearing the same kit, mate. Anyway, wouldn't he? Well, that's right. He'll go from. He'll yeah. just you know keep the same kit he's playing in Liscard and just you know drive down exactly. and, and get out the car, and you can just. <laughs> carry on playing can't he so uh, exactly mate he's going to feel right at home isn't he in that kit <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah so it, it's speculation at the moment so whether he um will be uh, signing for helston we don't know but as it's it's a good good bit of gossip anyway isn't it yeah we love it Deeks, don't we we love that bit of cornish football <laughs> off, off off the press news Deeks, don't we yeah <laughs> that's right so boxing day games um two yeah. well I, I call them local derbies but they're, they're yeah. two cornish clashes we got uh, one at 11 o'clock salt ash against millbrook and a real tasty one now because they swap places, haven't they, in the league table? Yeah. Uh, Helston at home to Mousel. Mousel in third place now in the league. And of course, yeah. two away wins, and uh, they'll be all changing places, won't they? Yeah, I thought that, Dix, actually. You, you look at them sort of games, Dix, don't you? And, you know, you'd always, always sort of fancy Salt Ash and Helston at home, Dix, wouldn't you? But you've got to say, probably, mate, that the two away teams are the more in-form sort of sides, mate, wouldn't you, over the last yeah. month or so, month, six weeks, wouldn't you? Yeah, without a doubt. And uh, mm. it's, well, I wouldn't like to say which way those games are going to go, I, would you? No, I wouldn't, Dave. I, no, I honestly wouldn't, mate. I, no, I like a prediction, mate, don't I? But I, I, you can't split those two games, mate, can you? No, interesting. So. <coughs> Got yeah. a bit of a Sorry, mate, Yeah, a bit of a frog then, Dick. Sorry, mate. <laughs> <coughs> yeah, I've been wearing my mask everywhere, mate. They're a bit stricter up here, Dicks. Yeah. Yeah, they're a bit stricter. You don't see many people up here, mate, without a mask, to be fair. Well, it's so. probably a good job to have your face covered up anyway, isn't it? Yeah, probably. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, definitely in my case these days, mate. Definitely. <laughs> <laughs> From the Southern League to the Trelawney, we've got you covered.
Southwest Peninsula, and um, well, let's hear from Phil Hiscock, shall we? Yeah, good on Phil. Well, let's start Phil with COVID just to get that out of the way. Obviously, we spoke last week about about it in in detail. Most of the games went ahead, didn't they? No, no serious problems. No, we had we had uh, three COVID postponements. I mean, one in the West Division, Godolphin versus Discard, and two in the East Division, the games at uh, Crediton and Octree. Um But yeah, we had thirteen played. Uh, which is pretty good for December, to be honest. Um, Weather-wise, we've been behaving in December, hasn't it? And, yeah. Uh, yeah, generally pleased. Yeah. So it's business as usual, isn't it? Until something happens anywhere, you just carry on and enjoy football. Yeah, I mean, we're speaking uh, for our listeners on, on Tuesday morning. So we've heard the announcement from Boris and his um, cabinet on Monday afternoon that they are keeping an eye on things, but not actually imposing any restrictions at this time so all we can do is uh, assume that the christmas games will go ahead hopefully new year games will go ahead as well um but in the back of our minds of course we're, we're all isn't it? whether you're involved in football or, or whatever you're involved in you're keeping an eye on half an eye on the the news as to whether there may be another statement and what any other restrictions may be. But for the moment, you're, you're absolutely right. We, we've just got to plan ahead and, and hopefully get all the Christmas games played. Right. So last weekend, where would you have watched a game last weekend? I got to Launceston, having not been able to get there the week before when it was postponed. So I, I was at Launceston versus Falmer. Uh, Nice afternoon watching little children chase around Pikachu in the stand. <laughs> you weren't one of those, were you? No, no, no. I, uh, I did send my little grandson a picture of, or took a picture to show him of my five-year-old grandson of Pikachu. But uh, yeah, um, it was an interesting game. And as much as I thought Launceston, and I, I guess all teams should uh, sort of, you know, try their best against an unbeaten t- side and, and raise their game a bit. Launceston played quite well. 3 0, I thought, flattered Falmer for a bit. Uh, the only thing I would say is that Launceston's efforts were mainly to contain Falmer. There weren't many opportunities where you thought Launceston were actually going to score themselves. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, certainly for the first half, particularly uh, Launceston were, were well up for it. And, and it, the game wasn't really sealed until Ollie Walker, one of the subs, scored sort of five minutes from time. I think one of the the, the good things uh, Falmouth have got going for them is that they have got a very strong squad. You mentioned Ollie Walker coming on. Well, mm. he would get in nearly every other Peninsula side in the league. You I'm know. sure you're right. I'm yeah. sure you're right. Yes, yes. Yeah, on the bench, they, they have good players. And, and the quality of the players they're able to take off to put these players yeah. on as well. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's relentless. That's the word I use with Falmouth. So. Yeah. Yeah, and, and yeah, yeah, they absolutely deserved the win. Um, but let's say it was, it was good to see Launceston uh, for a good hour at least make make a game of it and and raise their effort. And certainly that you couldn't fault Launceston's work rate. Now you've been been in football a long time. Um, to go a whole season winning every single league game is a big ask. What's the odds on Falmouth doing it? Well, now it's slightly over halfway, aren't they? Um, they played Liscard. Uh, which was obviously the one we were watching up. They've played most of the teams now down the top. Uh, I'd say two things. One, nobody's ever done it yet in the Peninsula League. Um, so that you always think that there might just be a hiccup somewhere around the corner. Um, but if anybody's capable of doing it, it's Falmouth. The only slight warning I would give is that I remember going back to Sticker in the old West Division. They were certainly unbeaten, if not 100%, when they won the title. Oh, yes, I remember this. Yes. They, 
they won it so early that they still had several games after they won the title to fulfil. Mm. And they did drop a clanger and, and lost at home to Plymouth Marjons, a result that earlier in the season would have been absolutely unthinkable. Yeah. It didn't matter because they'd already got the trophy in the, behind the bar. But um, For the stats, though, it would have yeah, looked good, wouldn't yeah, it? Yeah, and the way Falmouth are going, you know, obviously, if you the longer you maintain 100%, sooner or later you will mathematically win the league before mm. the season's finished um, mm. so that's that's something else uh, particularly of course that they're also still involved in in the Walsy Parsons Cup and the Cornwall Senior Cup aren't they so it, it, it all depends but like I say they've got such a squad yeah. I don't really see that as a huge issue no a so. bigger issue might be the Boxing Day fixture and Penryn wouldn't that be something Penryn get bragging rights by winning at Bickland Park uh, yes, indeed. <laughs> my, my, my one visit so far this season to Bickland Park was the, the League Cup game when yeah. Penryn were there. And Falmouth, well, they obviously won the game. Penryn weren't terrible, but because Pen, Penryn have, have had half a season now to settle into this standard, haven't they? So, mm-hmm. yes. Yeah. Uh, and, of course, they, they've got to play um, Penryn away again at Easter as well. So, yeah, yeah there's, there's still got those two fixtures to play. Yeah. Those could be two of their more difficult games. But um, mm. Right, so we're talking about Boxing Day already. Um, now, first question is, there are some games on Boxing Day. There are some games on Bank Holiday Monday, the 27th. Whose choice was it to as to w- which day they play? Right, no, I'm happy to answer that because there's been a few queries on that one. Um, before the season starts, or well before the season starts, one of the forms that goes out is a fixture form. Um, well, I ask various questions, you know, who do you want to play at Christmas and Easter? What midweek night do you want? What, have you got any specific dates you, you're not available to play? That sort of thing. Now, this year with Christmas, I made the point that because Christmas Day falling on a Saturday, uh, that both Sunday and Monday are effectively bank holidays. And I asked clubs on the form to indicate which they would prefer to play. And then what I then went on to further say is if there was a disagreement, so one wanted the Monday, one wanted the Sunday, then generally speaking, these um, Christmas fixtures are rotated traditionally each year. So it's people's turn to host it, as it were. And that the club hosting it would be the one that that um, decides which of the two days it would be. Right. Because they're the ones with the, the pitch staff and the gate staff and the volunteers to, to host the game. Yeah. And of course, well, there is a, a bit of a split, isn't there? Um, some games on, on the Monday. I saw, I, I think it was on Facebook, you came up with a very good point uh, that actually it's uh, the volunteers behind the scenes that also deserve a bit of time off over Christmas. So so no real big deal about whether it's Boxing no, I mean, Day or the, one, the Monday, the one, is it? The one where people have complained about, to be perfectly honest, is Godolphin New Quay. Uh, and Godolphin's argument um, as to, to playing on the Monday rather than the Sunday was, was quite simple, really, that the, the hotel is closed over Christmas, so there's bank holiday wages to be paid to staff, and, and obviously all these COVID nonsense. Uh, and I, sorry, come up by nonsense, I mean, <laughs> I don't mean COVID nonsense, I've got to just tear myself out there. COVID rigmarole. That you know that they were giving their staff the time off, so that that affects the bar afterwards. And also, like you say, club volunteers didn't necessarily want to give up Sunday the twenty sixth of December when Monday the twenty seventh of December is a bank holiday. Mm. Um, That's fair enough. Yeah, and I also the last point on on that subject is is that we also made it clear to clubs that next year, because Christmas Day falls on the Sunday, meaning Monday and Tuesday will be bank holidays. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, and as such, the clubs that are away this year will be at home next year, and it will be their right to, to cast the place a casting vote as to which day it's played on. Mm. So, you know, Newquay next year, if, if there's a disagreement, we'll, we'll go with Newquay because it was their turn to host it. Yeah. But it wouldn't be the same if someone didn't moan about something, would it? Oh, it's always... I'm going to have something to moan about. <laughs> to moan about. I mean, from another angle, I would actually say there's a potential here for, for other clubs to get better crowds. So, for example, in, in China Clay Country, St. Austell St. Blasey is on the Sunday, the 26th of December, the sort of traditional Boxing Day morning game. Now, Sticker St. Dennis has always been the sort of secondary derby mm. that day, and, and sometimes we've tried to stagger the kickoffs, but it's, it's always had a lesser crowd than, than St. Austell St. Blasey. Well, this year, Sticker St. Dennis is on the Monday. Yeah. So you can do both quite comfortably and yeah. still be home for your turkey sandwiches at lunchtime <laughs> on both that's, days. That's right. Well, whilst we're talking about attendances, now on, on Boxing Day, obviously um, down here in Cornwall, we're, we're thinking about uh, the Falmouth Penryn match. How many might that uh, gather? The St. Austin St. Blasey game is, is always a, a well attended one. Godolphin. Uh, it's Godolphin Newquay, yes. Yeah, yeah uh, I was going to say, Godolphin is obviously playing on the day after so we haven't got to worry about them on boxing day what about though in devon what, what's the biggest game in devon in the peninsula on boxing day well interesting enough the, the sort of south devon derbies tend to get the better crowds so and newton abbott spurs bobby tracy on the monday i would expect to get a good crowd but the one that we're well, i suppose the two that we're really watching out for this year are new derbies in as much as uh, O'Campton at home to Holsworthy. Of course, O'Campton have been in the league for quite some time. Mm -hmm. And the other one, I'm going to call it a new derby, only as much as with COVID, it's never actually been played. Because <laughs> Torridge side and Torrington have been in the league now for three seasons. Uh, Torrington, of course, were, were the standing joke. They've never actually finished a season yet because <laughs> <laughs> every season they've played has been the COVID season. <laughs> oh, no. Um, so Torrid side and Torrington are actually geographically the two closest sides in the league. They're even, it's even closer than Godolphin versus Newquay right. in terms of walking distance. Yeah. And they've never played each other yet. Ah. So we're, we're hoping. Um, the only thing I would say, I think it potentially might have been a better crowd at Torrington because Torrington is in the town and Torridge side is a little bit out of the town. Right. Um, but that's, that's a crowd that I will be looking to see what, what that, fixture attracts because it's to say it's not actually taking place yet right okay and uh, I, I know that you sort of tend to look at the weather forecast coming up any idea at the moment what it might be like for uh, boxing day suggestion that um they're, they're sort of showery at christmas and uh, over christmas day and into boxing day probably drier on the monday Ooh. um i would hope not too wet to stop the games going ahead and being a complete philistine you know, if we're all faced with a, with a, a New Year's lockdown <laughs> under COVID <laughs> regulations, the clubs might just decide to go and rip the pitches up anyway, mightn't they? <laughs> <laughs> right. Right. There's a plea from the fixture secretary. Get them played anyway. Yeah, you know? that's right. <laughs> yeah, don't worry about that. Volunteers that have got to all do all the work afterwards. <laughs> oh, they've got weeks to repair it if we're in lockdown again. <laughs> <laughs> right. Now, um, what, what, what is the biggest attendance ever in the Peninsula League? Off the top of your head, right? Uh, people, this is a question that does come up, and I'd rather than drop my head, I'd rather give the correct answer. Right. So the highest attendance ever was the Step Seven Division One West game between at Newquay with Godolphin as the away team 
in 2008, 2009, well, it was Boxing Day 2008, of 737. Hmm. Now, that was the first meeting at first team league level between the two clubs. Right. So that was the reason why. Godolphin had joined the league a year after it started. Uh, Nuki obviously were, were founder members. Hmm. Uh, so that that's the reason we have for that one. Now, as far as a step six crowd, that is Plymouth Parkway versus Saltash United, which was almost a well, it was a title decider in that Parkway had to avoid defeat to, to win the league, uh, and that was in 2013-14 and had a crowd of 682. Um, and then the only other one that sort of gets in the way between those two figures is the League Cup final between Falmouth and Saltash, played at St Blasey a couple of years ago, had 690, so slightly more than the, the league right. game. Can you see that 682 being beaten this Christmas? Well, they had 500 at Bodmin, sorry, not at Bodmin, at 500 at Falmouth when they played Penrith in the League Cup. Um, so. It's going to be close, I would think. Yeah, uh, a lot might depend on the weather. It's it's a feral figure to beat, though, actually, isn't it? I mean, it I, I think uh, you know a lot of people in Falmouth are actually expecting it to be beaten, but they've got to go something, haven't they, to do it? Yeah, yeah, I, I would say it's possible, but I, I'm not for one minute thinking it's an absolute certainty. I, I think you know, end of the season title decider or, or title clincher at home. On, with better weather on a Saturday afternoon or, or a Friday night or something might well be mm. a better bet than potentially a damp Boxing Day morning. Yeah, that's true. Right. Well, we'll wait and see on that one and you'll be able to tell us next week. I expect, it, I expect it to be the best crowd of the season. Yeah. Right. Now, um, also, we need to tell everyone that's interested in watching a game over the weekend to check on the uh, the league's website for kickoff times because they're all 11 o'clock, aren't they, on, on uh, Boxing Day, but uh, the Bank Holiday Monday is a bit um, spread out, isn't it, between 11, yeah, 12 yeah. and 1 o'clock. Again, there are some clubs that traditionally like different kickoff times. Um, you're right, actually, Boxing Day itself is nice and easy. The, mm. the seven home sides, four in the east and three in the west, are all 11 o'clock. Um, on the Monday, actually, there's only two different kickoff times in Cornwall. Uh, the games at Carrington, Liscard and Sticker are at 11, but the games at Godolphin and Penzance are at midday. Yeah. And if anyone should be listening from Axminster, why are they kicking off at one o'clock? Oh, <laughs> as much as as you know, maybe the social media people in Cornwall were aware of Godolphin and Newquay having a little spat about what day to play, Axminster and Otley had a little spat about what time to play. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I think actually, as results of the day, you might have actually seen this email, so you might be <laughs> might be winding me up a bit. No, but... I haven't actually. I haven't. I haven't noticed this one. <laughs> in the end, in the end, I had right. Axminster, you want three o'clock. Otter, you want eleven o'clock. <laughs> I'm going to play this with a very straight back. It's one o'clock, <laughs> and you both, you probably both are happy. <laughs> <laughs> All right. No, I didn't know that. To be fair, yeah, so that's that's the reason. One oh, wanted right. in the morning, one wanted in the afternoon. They couldn't agree or wouldn't agree. <laughs> Um, and I don't like sort of being the, the big, heavy, you know, deciding, but eventually, for the sake of spectators and the match officials and things, I had to come up with the You've ruling. Got to, yeah. uh, and I said, look, yeah, one wants 11, one wants three. I'm not, I'm not going to get involved in picking sides. It's one o'clock, uh, <laughs> unless the two of you agree, mutually agree, 
something by last Saturday, yeah. so when we did the last newsletter. Uh, and I didn't think there was any chance of them agreeing. <laughs> but that's what it is. Right. How far mileage-wise is Axminster and Ossery apart anyway? Um, I would guess 15. Oh, right. 15, so yeah. Relatively yeah, close, so. right. Yeah. Okay, so... Axminster about 10 miles from Honiton and Ossery is about 5 miles from Honiton. Yeah, roughly, right. yeah. Okay. Well, the, the the last question before before Christmas to give to you, Phil, is where will you be watching over this coming weekend? Right. Well, I, my plans are because obviously public transport is a bit of a bit yeah. of a well. I think even without COVID, it's a it's a nightmare over the festive period. Yeah. Uh, so my two lifts that I've got arranged: uh, the Honiton Sidmouth game um, in the East on the twenty sixth of December. Uh, my Match officials director Keith Mann is assessing the referee, so that's my lift for that one. Right. Uh, and on the Monday, my friend Mr. Martin, who's a, one of our level four referees, he's refereeing Newton Abbott Spurs Bobby Tracy, which is quite a, a good kicking contest in the, in the side. Um, <laughs> a and, good and old derby game, eh? Yeah, and then the week after, I hope to be back, back with some Cornish interest in the Walsey Parsons Cup the following midweek, the following weekend. Right. Yes, cup football to talk about in the next podcast. In the meantime, Phil, thanks for everything you, you do to, to help us on the podcast. Have a great Christmas. And all our listeners too. Your Cornish, Cornish podcast. Yeah, thanks as always there to Phil for uh, keeping us in touch with what's happening on the Peninsula scene. Last weekend's results, Rappo, in the in the league. Um, yeah. As always, going to ask you uh, what you thought was the sort of standout result. Yeah, yeah. Well, Deeks, without bias, mate, without bias for once, I, I honestly think Penryn's 2-1 win over Bobman, mate, was the, yeah. you know, yeah, with a really depleted t- To be fair, Deeks, I know Bobman had a depleted team as well, so, you know, to be, to, you know, I'll, I won't say Penryn had a injury you know I know they have four or five out but I think Bobman did as well mate so I mean Gilby played didn't he so you know that that sort of says it all really you know yeah, I don't but think Penryn, Penryn were length in the table Bobman 14th yeah. so why yeah. is, is it a standout result no I know mate but but you know Bobman's a big fish still Deeks aren't they in Cornish football and they you know ran Falmouth close didn't they and so there's still the, a team that are capable of you know turning turning it on on the day, I think Deeks says, you know, for for what I'm trying to say is Deeks, I think, you know, obviously Penryn's first season back up, mate, you know, Popey, that's what he wanted, mate. You want it to be mixing it with the likes of Blazy and Bobman and Falmouth and, you know, all the top size Deeks and, and to get a little, you know, I think it's a nice little cherry, mate, you know, to beat, to beat Bobman, mate, you know, for him, you know, in their first season back after promotion. And to be fair, mate, they're doing, they're doing all right, Dixon. They, you know, I think we had Penryn. They're basically where we had them, mate, aren't they? In their pre-season predictions, really. You know, I think we we knew they were a decent side that wouldn't be in the bottom sort of four or five teams, but you know, they would do well to sort of finish up amongst the sort of top half. And uh, yeah, I think I think Penryn are doing doing well, mate. You know, no no manager there on Saturday, mate. No Popey. You know, had his suspension. You know, so. Difficult one in the in the dugout. Well, obviously, to be fair, mate, Gilby was out on the pitch, so both managers weren't in the dugout mate, at the weekend. So, um, but no, no, I think looking at it, they, so, you know, I know, I know, I'm a bit biased towards Penryn sometimes, mate. But, but I honestly, do think that was the standout result, mate, last last Saturday, Deeks. Mm, okay. Yeah. For right. me, what about you, mate? What about you? If you had to pick one, 
if I had to pick one, I yeah. would um, actually I'd go with for various reasons, Tor Point mainly because Brixham and Oakhampton drew with each other, didn't they? So it was yeah. a good day all round for Tor Point and Ryan Richards getting a hat trick. So uh, yeah, that's nice to see. Deeks want to yeah. That's nice. I'll tell you what, Deeks, I'm gutted, mate. I I made a big schoolboy error tonight at the weekend, mate, rushing around, <laughs> packing me bag to go. I know what Deeks. you're going to say, and all I, I can know. do is laugh. Oh, I know, <laughs> rushing off to work, Deeks, and then coming home in the morning. Rachel had already packed my car, mate. I drove her car to work, drove straight home, out of one car, into another, mate, fell asleep on the back seat. Forgot forgot to do me forum predictions, Deeks, and I. And the worst bit about it was, mate, Earlier in the evening, I wrote them all down at work to put onto mm. the, the forum. I had tour point to win 4 1. Yeah, and yeah, to beat yeah. I know, mate. Yeah. I know it's easy to say that. Isn't it? Yeah. And I had Wendland to beat Nuki 3 2 as yeah, well, mate. Yeah, yeah. I know. 130 points I cost myself, things, which would have took me top of the table. Mm. So mm. it's a proper schoolboy error, mate. <laughs> it, yeah. <laughs> so yeah. to anyone rushing around, don't forget to put your predictions on the forum. <laughs> <laughs> I was gutted them on things I was gutted. When all the results come through later on I thought, Oh yeah, I had I had Wendron three two and oh yeah, I had two point four one and I thought, Oh no, I've not put them on, have I? No, it's, it's... <laughs> so so that's it, Deeks. I, I, but to be honest, mate, we both had Penryn and Bobman for two all. I think, mate, we both went two all for that one. Yeah, Penryn I think I did. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, but, uh, yeah, you did as well, mate. So, yeah. so yeah, so we 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 did get it close, mate, didn't we? We got it close, but but now well done to Penryn yeah. and Tour Point, mate. As you said, Deeks, that was a that was a good day for Tour Point, mate, wasn't it? Yeah. And one other guy who got a hat trick in the peninsula. We did actually mention him last week on the podcast. Um, who would that be? Last week, Deeks got a hat trick. No, no, no. Uh, well, yeah, Saturday he got a hat trick, and we mentioned him the week before on the podcast. Want to think Any idea? No, it's gone at my head for a minute. Deeks, give me ten seconds, mate. <laughs> ten seconds. Hold on, mate. Let's think of last week. Nine. Uh, oh, mate, you put the pressure eight, on there. Got a hat seven, trick. Seven. Oh yes, mate. It's the Callington lad, five, isn't it, mate? Cloak. Four. Am I wrong? Three. Oh no. Two. Go on then, mate. One. Out of time. No, it's not. It's not Jack. Not uh, it's Cam not. Wick, it, it's not Luke Cloak. No. You were thinking of. It's Liam Eddy. Oh, Ed's got an hat trick, mate, did he? Yes. Oh, oh, I didn't even... I've, I've not even read about that, mate, at, at Penzance. Yep, 6-1. Oh, no, 6-1. Oh, oh, well done, Ed's, mate. Yeah, I know Mark's here, Bon. Yeah. All right. Oh, well done, Ed's, mate. <laughs> and a familiar name scoring for Penzance from the penalty spot. Well, it's got a bonus cheesy, point. Yeah, oh yeah, you got that one. Yeah, you got that one. Yeah, got the cheese, <laughs> mate. Take the nice pen, doesn't he? Take yeah. the nice pen. Yeah. That'd been a nice little match up, that, mate, wouldn't it? Cheesy v Chappy. <laughs> chappy v Cheesy. Yeah. <laughs> yes. A cheesy Chappy shootout. You thought Chappie might have known where Cheesy was going to put it, wouldn't you, really? Yeah, that's it, mate, yeah, yeah. It, tough one for Cheesy, mate. I know as a penalty taker, Deeks, you know, when you've played with the keeper and all, well, like you, mate, you've, you've probably been in the same situation, you was a penalty taker. It's, it, it does cross your mind a bit, Deeks, doesn't it? You think, he knows my favourite way, doesn't it? So do you change it or stick with it? <laughs> I used to smash him down the middle, Deeks. 
Oh, right. Yeah, I used to go for the old smash down the middle with them when the keeper knew me really well. So I thought, you know, is he thinking I'm going to change it or do I go my normal way? So, yeah, just used to try and smash it down the middle, really, make it out for the best. <laughs> on them. Right. <laughs> yep, so uh, they were the goal scorers um, that, well, most people knew about. Obviously, Rapper didn't, but... Um, no, sorry, mate. It's boring, it, mate. Sorry, <laughs> I've been a bit busy last week. Oh, yeah, days, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Yeah. I'm, I'm in a different country. I'm 520 miles away from Cornish football team. Oh, actually, you have been a bit busy, haven't you? Because we haven't mentioned who you met up with on Saturday yet, have we? Oh, no, mate, I forgot that. Yeah. yeah. How come you haven't yeah. mentioned that yet? Yeah, I don't know, mate. I totally forgot, actually. So, how did so that. Ca- so, for anyone who doesn't know, yeah. um, there was a photograph. Uh, Hitting the scene on Saturday afternoon, Rapper was coming in the door one side, and the other side of the door was a certain Robbie Savage. Yeah, I'll tell you what, he's a, he's a really nice bloke, to be fair, mate. I had a couple of minutes, you know, just chat. I didn't want to outstay, you know what it's like with these sort of famous people, they didn't want to outstay me welcome or anything, but he was he was really chatty, like, you know, nice chat, and I just said, you know, what are you doing here? Like, cause obviously, <laughs> and he said the same to you, I expect, didn't he? <laughs> that's it, mate, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, um, yeah, mate, because I was, I was all set to go, as we mentioned on last week's show, did you know, Port Vale v Exeter, and then you sent me the bad news, actually, didn't you? <laughs> yeah. you know, it was, yeah. was off on so that, that, yeah, that sort of scuppered me plan, so I thought I'd just try and pick a you know, good non-league game, really. You know, because you know we love non-league leagues, so don't we? But I, just, I thought I'd just try and pick a top non-league game as close to my hotel as possible, really, Deeks. And that was only, well, what was it, twelve miles away, mate? League Town versus Ryland. Well, Troy City played them early in the season, mate, didn't they? Warrington Ryland, mate, wasn't it? So, so what league was that in? Northern Premier League, it was. Northern Deeks, um, really? Yeah, Northern Premier League uh, West Division, it was, mate. West Division, so... So what was probably, what was Robbie Savage doing there, then? Didn't they have a game, Macclesfield? No, no, mate. Well, his, his best mate is manager of uh, League Town, mate. Ah, right. Best, yeah, that's his best mate. So he said, I'm basically here just supporting me, me best mate. And he said, I always like to have a look, you know, if there's any players, you know, now I'm at Macclesfield and that. Like, you know, he said, I'd like to have a look around at the sort of local talent and that, so... Yeah, he's a nice chap he was, Deke. So, you know, I know he gets a lot of bad press, doesn't he? But I, I quite like Robbie Savage, mate, and Chris Sutton, you know. Did, did you ever listen to him yeah, on a Saturday night? Phone yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's it, mate, the phone. And that. Usually I'm usually driving to work or something or, or home from football, mate. So, yeah, I do, I do like him. But, um, yeah, no, really nice bloke, Deke, he was. Yeah, really nice chap. And, you know, I thought it was not... You know, we were sort of chatting for two or three minutes and then I thought, shall I ask him for a selfie? And I, I said, all right, for a quick selfie, Robbie. I said, I know it's COVID and all that. And he went, nah, of course, of course, yeah, fine. But yeah, nice chat, mate. Yeah, did, nice chat. Did, but, did he know yeah, who you were? No, I don't think so, mate. No. Oh. <laughs> oh. I didn't like to mention it either. <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, yeah, yeah. A lot of people said text that. Said, oh yeah, yeah. Nice to see a legend there, you know. And Robbie Savage, <laughs> <laughs> a bit like the old headlines they had things with Pelly that time, wasn't it? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I've never lived them down, mate. Uh, never lived them down. Right. But um, yeah, no, nice bloke, Dix. Yeah, nice chap. <clears throat> okay, so um, yeah. back to the Pizza League. Um, yeah, fixtures coming up. Um, Boxing yeah, Day. Isn't that beauty, mate? Yeah, Boxing Day as well as the Bank Holiday Monday. 
if you had to pick, well, I already know. I think who you're going to pick is the game of the day. <laughs> well, to be honest, it's a, the three on Boxing Day, mate, are all crackers, mate, and they really. Um, I mean, mm. I've been involved in. Um, obviously, I've played for Weybridge on a Boxing Day and and Falmouth and Penryn, mate, on a Boxing Day. But obviously, the Sunostal Blazy ones, big up. I was going to say this way. It's not that big in Glasgow. Mate, I was going to say, I don't have many Glaswegians are that fussed no. about it. <laughs> oh, mate, I'm off to watch um, East Kilbride against Celtic B tonight, mate. Oh, Rosen. there's loads of us down here that wish we could do so as well. Yeah, I can imagine, mate. Yeah, fourth and <laughs> fifth, mate. Both on 45 points, there, I think. Ooh. So I'll text you the score later, mate. But, yeah, please yeah, do no, so. mate, I, yeah, I, I think, I know you and Phil was having a chat, mate, you know, uh, on Phil's bit, mate, and talking about, you know, the record crowd, obviously, was it 737, was mm, it, Dick's new Godolphin? Yeah. And, yeah, I honestly do think with Falmouth's fantastic support, Dick's, that they got these days, you know, it could be a great day out at Bickland on Boxing Day, mate. Obviously, the local derby against Penryn, mate. If, if Penryn, you know, if, if a lot of Penryn, from the town come out as well, Dix. There is a good chance of that one being threatened, I think, Dix. So, you know, although the other two are cracking games, I probably would go Falmouth, Penryn, mate, Boxing Day, 11 mm. o'clock kickoff. Yeah. But I don't know about you, mate. I know, I know you're. I know you're a big town fan now, mate, isn't you? <laughs> <laughs> well, I, actually, I, I think possibly a better game on the day would be yeah. Helston against Mosul in the yeah. Western League. But that's right. But I've Probably. got Haley's um, partner fancies going yeah. along to watch a game, Boxing Day. And so oh, yeah. we're going to go to Falmouth against Penrim because I want to show him, you know, yeah. that there are crowds at games like at our, yeah. our level. I want to show him that, you know, they get a decent crowd and perhaps yeah. introduce him to Pikachu. Who knows, you know? Yeah. <laughs> oh, he's a pleasure, mate. Yeah. He's a pleasure. So, <laughs> what about you, Dicks, on the Monday, mate? You, you, what would you pick on the on the Monday games, mate? On the Monday, yeah. Difficult yeah. choice, actually, on this one. Yeah. Um, I'm tempted to go to Penzance against Wendron. All right, yeah, yeah, decent game, mate. Yeah, decent game. Yeah, yeah. Godolphin against Newquay, obviously, uh, yeah. is the other game really that might be worth watching. And lots yeah, of noise. Be tiny, though, well, there's be lots tiny, of noise coming out of Godolphin these days, isn't it? Yeah. That, and uh, Newquay really? seem to be sort of um, mm. well going the other way, don't they? <laughs> Don't hear much yeah. at all coming out of Newquay at the moment, so um, that, that that'll be an interesting one. Of course, that game Godolphin is is midday, same as when, uh, same as Penzance. So um, so yeah. I, I'm going to leave the Newquay derby to the Newquay people, and I'll probably yeah. mosey on down to Penzance to watch uh, Penzance yeah. against Wendron. Game mate, good game. List scored and doubles, mate. It looks a nice local derby, doesn't it? And, and probably. As a 50-50, Deeks, or, or maybe a 60-40, I don't know, callington Lonson mate, could be a good game, couldn't it? Yeah, well, I mean, the game of the day, really, is Liscard against Doubles, isn't it? Third against fourth. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's just, I, I'm not, I have to say, I, I don't like saying it, but I don't actually enjoy watching Doubles play much. No. I know, I know what you mean, mate. Yeah, they're, they're really good at what they do, aren't they? And, you know, you... you you can't say anything else, really, Deeks, can you? I mean, yeah. they've got a sit-storm, you know, done a brilliant job with them, mate, and that 
you know, they had a fantastic season last season, mate. And, you know, when everything got, got sort of, well, null and voided and all, mate, they were flying, weren't they? And, and they, they've proved it what was no fluke, mate, by doing it again, Diggs, aren't they? And oh, yeah. they're, they're really good at what they do, Diggs, aren't they? But I, I see what you're saying, mate. It, not, it might not be the easiest on the eye, is it? No, that's right. That's right. Yeah. And just thinking about the distance to travel is easier for me yeah. to get to Penzance than it is to Liscard. Yeah. So, so always nice, mate, isn't it? A trip to Penlee Park, anyway, mate, isn't it? Always a nice day, isn't it? Yeah. And you also got about you also got to think about the weather as well. I mean, I mean, like on Boxing Day, there's a bit more cover at Falmouth than there is at Helston, and obviously yeah. we all know that Penzance have got that massive stand, almost one you know side of the pitch, yeah. so. I can keep dry, can't I? Exactly, mate. Good thinking. Good thinking. Years of experience, that is the Going to Cornish football, mate. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's good thinking. I've, I've just up here, Diggs. Like, Boxing Day, mate, I wasn't sure what to do, mate, because I have sort of like champ this championship, Hamilton against Kilmarnock, mate. Division 1's Queen's Park v Dunbar, because Celtic are away, Diggs. And, and um, Division 2, my old favourite, Albion Rovers against Strand Rath. But um, she's just come out, what, I f- just forgot her name, mate. The Scottish Prime Minister, mate, what's she called? Just forgot her oh, name. Oh, Sturgeon. Sturgeon, that's it, mate. It's totally went out my head then. Yeah, Nicola Sturgeon, like Diggs, has just said they're only going to allow 500 spectators into an outdoor game on Boxing Day. Ooh. <laughs> so, yeah, so that's a bit of a kick in the teeth, mate, for mm. all the clubs, mate, in it, and their Boxing Day. Yeah. I don't think that's going to go down too well, Diggs. So, so I might not be going anywhere, no, no Diggs. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> I suppose Albion Rovers actually is my best bet against Stranraer, Diggs. I think I think their average gate's about five or six hundred, so yeah, it's probably you... the only game I've got a chance of getting in, isn't it? I was going to say you need to go to the the game with the least attendance. Uh, yeah, that's, average. that's right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Three o'clock kickoff that one, mate. So, but I'll be listening, mate. From you know, with interest, Dix, to all those local derbies, mate. From five hundred and twenty miles away, mate. It's a, it's all happening in, in Cornwall, mate. Yeah. Isn't it? Now, t- tell me, you mentioned Queen's Park there. Is there still yeah. a team in Scotland, Queen of the South? Yeah, Queen of the South, Dix. Yeah. Where Good do side, they play? Mate. Oh, they're a bit. They're well, they're a little bit down the road, mate. Dumfries, that is, mate. Um, right. Queen of the South. So that's probably, oh, what is it? I went there last year, mate. Flipping, bit of a nightmare it was, mate, because there was about a foot of snow everywhere. It took us about an hour and a half to get there. So, yeah, they're about an hour from Glasgow, Deeks, I'd say. Oh. Queen of the South. Some, some pre-speed, yeah. So, nice ground, actually, Deeks. Nice so, little ground. So that's a bit further down Scotland, which is why it's called Queen of the South, presumably, is it? Yeah, yeah, it's further so down, it's mate. It's on the south, way out. The southern one. part of Scotland. If you see what yeah, I mean. Yeah, it is, mate. Right. Yeah. So there's, yeah. A, there's a clue in the name. Right. Yeah, sort of southwest, really, Diggs. Southwest of Scotland. Uh, right. Sort of thing, Dunbridge, yeah. Right. Yeah. Okay. You can subscribe to the Rappo and Deeks Friday Fix podcast. Search for Cornish Soccer Talking Football. Okay, let's move on to the Superior League East. And uh, as usual, John Colenso, what can he tell us about what happened last Saturday? Let's cover off the results from Saturday some um, exciting games by the sounds of things yeah there's a few goals scattered around Dave wasn't there? it looks uh, looks quite an interesting weekend yeah 
So, yeah, first one um, I'm going to talk about is Sticker 2, Polpero 2. Quite a close game by the sound of it, end-to-end. Uh, Jake Edmondson and Derek Lucas scoring for Sticker, with Robbie Spencer scoring another two for Polpero. Um, speaking to Matt Pengelly yesterday, he did say that they had a late winner disallowed for a, a foul on their own goalkeeper. So the game was taken all the way back to the goalkeeper for a free kick after they just scored. So, <laughs> yeah, denied a late winner, which he was not overly happy about. But, uh, yeah, that was that one. And then um, game of the day, I think we'll talk about next. Saltash United 1, St Dominic 3. Mm. Um, so St Dom march on. Saltash United couldn't end their their winning streak so well done to St Dominic again Kieran Ryle scoring two and Kieran Prescott with the other one and Callum Courts replying for Saltash United um, and then what should have been called the game of the day Callington Town Reserves five St Morgan five yes no what happened in this game oh topsy-turvy wasn't it so where do we start really Callington went 4-1 up um, with St Morgan chasing back Managed to get it back to 4-4. Um, goalkeeper sent off for Callington as well with the last 10 minutes. Uh, Ross Rice for Sinbin for Callington. And St Morgan got their fifth equaliser in the 90th minute. So, cracking game back and forth. Harry Tilson um, amongst the goals for St Morgan in the hat-trick as well. So, full of excitement there. Full of excitement, end-to-end stuff, yeah. So, if you wanted your money's worth on Saturday, Callington was the place to go. <laughs> And then the last game of the day, Salt Ashborough in second, winning 4-0 against Millbrook. Um, so they keep marching on, uh, still unbeaten as well. Henry Bunning scoring another two goals, Dan Snowden and Joe Priest. Right. So it's beginning to look a bit of a two-horse race, isn't it, this league? It is, yeah. A little bit of a surprise, maybe, with both teams being at the top there. St. Dom, obviously, new to the league, and Salt Ashborough... Normally do reasonably well, but have not really challenged at the top, have they? So, no. well done to both of them, really. Just It'll be interesting as... to see what happens when they play each other. I don't know when that's due. Well, I'm just looking, actually, and we haven't got to wait too long, to be honest, because 22nd of January, St Dominic home to Saltash Borough. So, All right, there we go. So, um, that could decide it. <laughs> mm, someone may lose their uh, unbeaten run, mightn't they? Yeah, that's right. Mm. So, oh. right, so that's the uh, results of the uh, Superior League East. Um, yep. I'm assuming it doesn't make too much difference to the league places. No, St Dom's still at the top, Salt Ashborough still in second, and Salt Ash United hold on to third despite their loss. Right, OK. Now, what have we got coming up over the um, Christmas weekend? It's just the one game, Dave, on Bank Holiday Monday, the 27th. It's an 11 o'clock kickoff. That any, if anyone's thinking of going, and that's St Dennis Reserves against St Ulster Reserves, so a local derby. Right, and St Dennis still looking for their first points of the season. Yeah, good time to do something about it now over the Christmas period. See what they can do. Yeah, they'll probably get all the St Ulster players drunk over Christmas Day and then um, beat them that way. That may be a way around it, might not it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anyway, have a good Christmas, John. Well, actually, we've got to talk again in a minute, haven't we, for these called yes. Premier League. So, um, so for the with your St. Piran hat on, Merry Christmas. Yeah, thank you, Dave, and Merry Christmas to all the St. Piran East teams, and uh, have a prosperous New Year, and look forward to getting some more football played. Your Cornish Soccer Podcast. Right, let's have a quick look, wrap up at the St. Piran League West results for last Saturday. And, well, St. Dago marching on, don't they? 
Yeah, they do, Deeks. I was just going to say that, mate. You know, I've got, I wrote a little bit down here, Deeks. I, I forgot, mate. We, we, you know, we talk about it between us. I, I, I included it in my little roundup at the end. Ah, right. But yeah, sorry, mate. I must have had a, a blonde moment. But I, <laughs> yeah, I was going to say that, Deeks. I've put here, mate, a couple standout results last weekend, Deeks. You know, St. Day's 3-1 win at Paranwell keeping them in top spot, mate, you know, and like you say, go marching on, Dix, and, and Falmouth beating Toronto 2-0 at Bickland, Dix, to move them up to second, eight points behind with three games in hand, Dix, interesting, mm. you know, I thought, mate. I'm and right. Aggie, Dix, sorry, Dix, just to finish, you know, Aggie well placed in fourth, even if they did drop a couple points at bottom clubs and eyes, mate, didn't they, with a 1-1 draw, so, yeah. Sorry, Diggs, those, yeah, those are the sort of standout results, I think, mate, wouldn't they? Yeah. Just going back to that Farmouth game, uh, Reggie May got both both the goals. Now, yeah. that's, what, brother to the Penryn? Yeah. Russell yeah, May, yeah, isn't bro- it? Russell May? That's it, mate. Yeah. yeah, yeah, there's three brothers, actually. Diggs, Russell, Reggie and Ronnie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Ronnie's a good mate of Ben's, actually, mate, but I'm not sure. Or is he still playing, mate? I don't, he's a good footballer, mate. I think he might play for, like... Falmouth United or something, Dicks, I think, or, right. or is he not playing at all? But, but yeah, obviously Russell, mate, he's a inspirational captain for Penryn, mate, and and I really rate Reggie as well, Dicks. You know, he was at Penryn up until this season, but you know he was sort of in and out of the side, and I just think Reggie wanted to play ninety minutes every game, Dicks, and Fair sounds enough. like he's having a fantastic season at Falmouth, doesn't it? Yeah, talented lad. That's right. Yeah. And whilst, whilst we're talking about brothers, the uh, the Oliver brothers, uh, one scored for yeah. Luggan, one scored for Wendron. So uh, I wonder if they compare notes at all when they play these other sides. <laughs> uh, actually, that's quite a good idea, isn't it? If you're playing in the same league, yeah. you can get that's a few true, tips man. about who to look out for and whatever, can't you? Yeah, yeah, close to home, mate, isn't it? Yeah. Close to home. That's right. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> and, and St. Ives, well, it... And we've been saying for ages, haven't we? Can't understand why St. Ives and where they are. And, of course, then they go and get a point against St. Agnes when yeah. I doubt if we, either of us, expected that one. No, didn't, Deeks. No, not at all, mate. No, you, you'd say on current form, Deeks, that was a an away banker, mate, wouldn't you? Yeah. On current form, but... Yeah. Funny old game, Dicks, as we say every week, mate. <laughs> yeah, it is. Right. Now, yeah. fixtures coming up for the uh, Superior League West... Um, yeah. No games on Boxing Day. They're all on the bank holiday Monday. Uh, yeah. And just the four fixtures, as far as I can see. Yes, mate. Yeah. Cheers, mate. Um, yeah, I think, well, I mean, it's, it's only one to mention, I think, really. Deeks, no disrespect to all the other teams, Deeks, but it's a massive one, mate, isn't it? You know, on the Monday. <laughs> yeah. Top two clash, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. Davy Falmouth at the Vogue, mate, with, a, with an 11 o'clock kickoff, Deeks. You. No, you won't be going to that. Maybe you're off to another game, aren't you, Monday? Well, probably going to Penzance game, but um, if, well, if, yeah. if something should happen... It's a good one, Dick. Yeah, that's right. It's um, certainly worth watching. I, I noticed that... Um, was it St. Day Reserves? Do they play in the combination, St. Day Reserves? Yeah, they yeah. Do, mate. Yeah. They, they had yeah. an attendance of 14 last Saturday. <laughs> Um, what gets Pez Index? Yeah, I think uh, I think I read that right. So I think there might be a few more there on Bank Holiday Monday. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's a fair bet. That is, mate. I think you might be even be able to put a note on the end of it, mate. <laughs> yeah, that's right. It does make you wonder though. Fourteen. I mean, for a Cornwall combination yeah. game. Remember the days when they used to get decent crowds for the those sort of yeah, games. Yeah, um, Yeah, thank you. Yeah. 
Yeah, I know, mate. It's a shame, isn't it? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Let's very quickly, the, the other games, uh, back holiday Monday, the Super League yeah. West, we've got Port Levin against Helston, which obviously is a traditional game. Redruth yeah. play a Luggan. Now, that's the interesting one, because Luggan played Redruth last Saturday. So, um, yeah. that's a quick yeah. turnaround. And then, of course, another um, fairly localish derby, St Agnes at home to Perrin Porth. So uh, yeah. that completes the fixtures on Bank Holiday Monday in the Superior League. And um, so let's just hear from John Colenso again on uh, what's happening in East Cornwall Premier. Well, last Saturday, because there's nothing happening this Saturday. No. This will be an easy one, isn't it? No fixtures to talk about. So let's just look at the results from the weekend. Gone. Okay. Um, firstly, a little bit of a shock to um, Foxhole and to everybody else, I think. Um, well done to St. Stephen under new management. They uh, went to Foxhole and won 3 2. Mm. Very good result for them. That's their first win of the season. Um, hopefully, stand them in good stead now for the rest of the season and, and maybe push on and get themselves out of trouble. So, certainly a shock to Foxhole and, and a bit of a surprise to everyone. But, uh, yeah, well done. Next one up was Gunners Lake 4, Roach 1. Um, Matt Byford, Kev McCallion, Adam Patterson and Jordan Williams scoring for Gunners Lake with a lone reply from Jamie Robinson for Roach. So that keeps Gunners Lake um, up fighting for a place at the top there. Um, other, also fighting at the top, Nuki Neil Tall Point 4. So another win for Tall Point keeps them, I think they're now in third place um, behind St Mimbra and Altenon. Uh, Ryan Easterbrook with two goals Josh Payne and Byron Robbins for tall point and the last game Altonon march on St Blasey nil Altonon two um, Sam Smith and Josh Smith scoring for Altonon right so out of those four uh, results and John um, which well I guess it's the Foxhole one that really stands out as the, as the result of the day sort of thing Yes, it does. Yeah, yes. Um, very good result for St. Stephen and get some points on the board, doesn't it? So that's uh, good for them. Good for from a St. Clear point of view because Foxhole are just ahead of us. So um, that works out well for us as well from a selfish point of view. Um, yeah, Gunny, obviously, push on, keep going. They're up in fourth place now. Tour point with another win secures their third place and Alton on with a win secures their second place. Right, and uh, obviously, although they're not leading the league, they have got uh, quite a few games in hand, haven't they? So yeah, four games in hand, haven't they, at the moment? Right. League table now, yeah, they've got four games in hand. Okay, well, no, um, obviously no games over the Christmas period. Um, no. And, uh, well, <laughs> that's very interesting. I thought I'd just have a look to see um, who all to none have got next, and guess who they've got? They've got St. Member on the 8th of that's January. Right. So that makes it a good, makes a good um, start to the year, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah, that's right. So that, that'll be one to look forward to. So I say we're all back on the 8th of January, aren't we, as, as an East Cornwall League. So just like to wish all the clubs a Merry Christmas and hopefully we'll have a good New Year, get all our football played. Yeah, and have a good rest. Yes, absolutely. You're listening to the Cornish Soccer Rappo and Deke's Friday Fix. Yeah, that was John. Um, well, summing up what happened last Saturday in the East Cornwall Premier League. What happened elsewhere in the Rappo in the county? Yeah, we've got, we got local derbies coming out of our ears, Steve, <laughs> haven't we? Over Christmas. Right? 
can't wait to see all the results and everything, mate, up here. But, but uh, yeah, combo, Deeks. It, well, I think I think we mentioned it last week, Deeks. We thought we thought Penrith might have a tough game at St. Day, Deeks, and and they did, mate. Um, they scored a, a well a one nil win, mate, at the Vogue. Um, but that moved them, I mean, still unbeaten, Penrith, mate, and that moved them just three points behind leaders Alston with a game in hand. So, and they've got a chance, Deeks, to go top. On uh, well, Boxing Day or is it Monday, mate? Um, when are Penrin playing the? Sorry, mate. Sh- I should know this. I, th- I, th- I think it. I'm not sure if it's the Monday because of the first team playing at Falmouth on Boxing Day, but mm, that would make um, sense. Yeah, it would, mate, wouldn't it? I, I got a feeling. I don't want to tell people the wrong date, Diggs. I got a feeling this might have been one that was changed, but I- I'll see what it says on the. Um, Sorry, Dix. Yeah, it's the twenty seventh, Dix, with a uh, with a two thirty two thirty kickoff, mate. Right. Monday the twenty seventh. So, so they have got a chance to go top, mate. On um, what the well, the three points behind, mate. Um, with two games in hand, Dix. So, so they could go top on goal difference, mate. On on Monday and still have a game in hand. So, the league would be pretty much in their hands, Dix, wouldn't it? I would have thought, Penrin. If they can win on Monday, Deeks, they'll they'll go they'll join Alston on thirty eight points, Deeks, and they'll, and they'll still have a game in hand as well. So they'll be they'll be top with a game in hand so going into the new year. So good okay. good luck to Penrin, mate. But they have got a tough game, mate. You know, against Wendron, you do play some nice football, mate, haven't they? Yeah, you do play some nice football. Well, Wendron, so. yeah, they're quite a way up the table, aren't they? So. Yeah, fifth, I think, Deeks, fifth, yeah. yeah, fifth, mate. So yeah, so it won't it won't be easy, mate. Won't be easy. But um, but the Dutchy League Deeks is the well. We've got a winter break Deeks. <laughs> winter, <laughs> yeah. There's no fixtures at all in the Dutchy League Deeks until the eighth. So, but um, but last week Deeks JC's uh, St Clair did did everyone a favour last Saturday Deeks by holding leaders Southgate seniors mate to a one-one draw in the in the Premier League. Well, well in the it's a well they call it the Division One. East now, Deeks, isn't it? It's, mm. it's all changed in the Dutch league, mate. It? But it's a D- Division One East, and yeah, St. Clair um, held leaders South Southgate seniors to a one-one draw at the sports field, mate, or the or the sports ground, I think, mate. As as JC would tell us, mate, he does enough work on it, mate, doesn't he? On <laughs> that lovely picture, and it was a it was a goal from sub Joel Mitchell, mate. He, he got the all important goal. So uh, that opens the league up a little bit, Deeks. And in Division One West, mate, Nampian had a well. They had a great day, Deeks, without even kicking a ball, mate. <laughs> um, and the nearest challengers, second place, Lanivet, uh, they dropped two points, drawing at home to Los Withiel, mate. I think we mentioned that game. Our old mate Billy Davison mm. goal for Los Withiel, Deeks. Yeah, I mean it was a thrill. It turned out in, in, in to, to be a thrill thriller, Deeks. That one. So well done to to Losty there, mate. Good away point at Lanivet who were flying, and third place St Colin Major, mate. Well, they did even worse, mate. They dropped all three points. They losing at Mevagizzi, mate. So Ooh. and uh, Mevagizzi thinks they got a striker up front, mate, called Dan Peters, <laughs> who you know quite well, mate. Used to be a bit of a keeper. Yeah. Dan, I wonder yeah, if he wears his gloves front. whilst he's playing up front. <laughs> I don't know. He would if he played up here, mate. That's for sure. <laughs> it's freezing. But, um, yeah, yeah. So, um, good result from Evergizzy, mate. Beats St. Colin. So, it was a good day for Nampian Deeks, wasn't it? 
you know, without even without <laughs> even playing. Yeah. So, yeah, um, Division Two Deeks. I mean, obviously, just one game that's to really cover from last week, mate. To talk about the big top two clash, um, saw Foxhole regain top spot, mate. Leapfrogging North Petherwin, mate. Um, with a 3-2 victory at, at away at North Petherwin. Mm. And obviously, yeah, that was the big game, Deeks, wasn't it? Obviously, leapfrogged them in the in the process, mate. So the table's looking quite good for them now, Deeks, isn't it? They're, they've obviously got the couple games in hand as well and are top of the league. So Sam Bray, Callan, Rondo and Lee Rickard, Deeks, with the goals. A name we know well, mate, Lee. Who's that? Lee Rickard. That rings a bell somewhere. Lee Rickard. Lee Rickard. He scored a few in his time, hasn't he? Yeah. Nice to see him scoring again, Deeks, because he, he, moved, he moved to the back, didn't he? Playing yeah. at the back. Yeah. yeah. I always thought, Lee, I know you did, mate. I know I know you played in that team, Deeks, that game we had for charity that time when you beat me 3-2, mate, didn't he? At, yeah. at Blady. Yeah. The, the, the Cornish soccer game, mate. Yeah. I mean, I know Lee played for you that day, didn't he? Yeah. But um, yeah, was I always it, thought was he was it a, Lee or was it Cole? I don't know. It was a record. Uh, yeah, pretty sure it was Lee, mate. <laughs> I mean, it's a while back now. That one, Deeks, isn't it? It's a while ago, Crikey. isn't it? Yeah, that's right. But um, yeah, I had grits, mate. Didn't I? Willsy, yeah. Watsy, mate. You <laughs> still couldn't beat us. No. no, I still couldn't beat you. Still masterminded a three-two. <laughs> I've got to say, mate, one of my players on that day, Deeks, Glenn Hooper, mate. Like to wish Oops an happy fiftieth birthday, Deeks. Oh today. yeah, happy birthday! That's right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, for Tuesday, mate, I should say for Tuesday, the twenty-first. Is it, mate? Tuesday, the twenty-first. Yeah. I thought, I thought yeah. he was older than fifty, to be honest, didn't you? <laughs> no, I remember him, mate, as a when we were whippersnappers in that Falmouth team, Deeks. <laughs> I remember, yeah, we were the sort of young players in that team, along with Spaz and Thwaitey, mate, and. And Opie as well, Deeks, and then you had all the experienced lads, mate, as well, like Tommy, George, and Dodger, and all that, mate. Yeah, great, great, great days, mate. But, but, um, and Trelawney League, Deeks, is only one um, fixture in the whole of of the league, mate. They've got a winter break as well, apart from one <laughs> game, mate. <laughs> Um, one league fixture, and that's in Division Four over Christmas, mate. When when Ruin Minor entertained St Kevin, mate, in a in a local derby. I'm sure it'd be, a, you know, it was 11 a.m. kickoff, Deeks. Um, but I'm sure that'd be a good day out for all the locals, mate. You know, Ruin Minor and St Kevin. That'd be a good old local derby with a few drinks after. I should think, Deeks, wouldn't yeah, it? That I would one. Say so, wouldn't you? Yeah, yeah, um, but. Last week, Deeks, obviously nothing to talk about coming up, but last week's Premier Division, mate, um, it was St. Just, mate, you know, they, they tranked Schoonhaven 10-3, um, to retake, well, remain 13 points clear at the top. Actually, Deeks, I remember one of our Richard Lander rugby, um, one of our county finals, Deeks, we won that 10-3 against <laughs> Troy <Drawing> School. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> That's so weird a result that is, Deeks, yeah. I think that was under 14s, I think, when we was in the third year. We won it four years in a row, Deeks, but, but uh, yeah, 10-3. That was the same result as our rugby final. So, But, uh, yeah, so St. Just flying, really, mate, in, in that division. Division 1, I mean, it saw Frogpool close the gap, mate, to leaders of Luggan with a 3-1 local derby win over Perham Well. 
um, at the Richard Jewelry Field, mate. Um, had some good days on that one. Nice little pitch at Frogpool there, mate. Um, but Lugan, they've still got two games in Andix and they're a point to the good, mate. So, mm. you know, they're still in control of Division One, 1, really, although Frogpool closed the gap. Division 2, mate, new in Titans stay top. But I don't know if you saw this, Diggs. They were given a bit of a scare, mate, by next to bottom St. Ives Town, mate. Did, did you see that, mate? No, no. Yeah, they... Um, well, or am I, am I wrong there, mate? Or is that St. Ives Mariners, Diggs? Is that St. Ives Mariners are next to bottom? St. Ives Mariners are next to bottom, yeah. Yeah, St. Ives Town ain't next to bottom, mate, uh, are they? So I've you, got that wrong, Diggs. Uh, I've got that wrong. I've right. got that wrong, Diggs. But they came close yeah. to losing, though, did they? They did, mate. Yeah, sorry, mate. St. Ives Town are in fifth. Sorry, Diggs. I, yeah, I was going to say, as soon as I read that, I thought, no, that's I'm thinking of St. Ives Mariners, Diggs. Sorry. <laughs> um, no, no, um... Yeah, mate, they're giving us scare, Deeks. It was, um, well, they ran out five, four winners in the end, mate, at home, at okay. home to, uh, yeah, it's a nice town. So, yeah, I mean, you got, you know, great game by the sounds of it, Deeks, but obviously new in Titans stay top, mate. And second place, Bournemouth United, they had a big convincing 8-1 win at Gunavon, mate. So, mm-hmm. so, you know, they're the top teams in that league mate new in titans five points clear mate with the game in hand over Falmouth united mate so it's looking like a bit of a two-horse race but but um i think new in titans mate would need a bit of a a fool at the last fence mate yeah. to give it away wouldn't they? yeah i think so <laughs> yeah think so mate um division three mate probus really digs you know they they stay in the box seat after their two nil win at true um, there was a top four clash, mate, between Lanner and Kararik, mate, a local derby at the Tony Row field that, that ended honours even at 1-1, mate. So it was a pretty good day for Probus, mate, who stretched their lead at the top on, on sort of on Kararik with, with them dropping two points at Lanner. Um, and Division Four, mate, uh, the only game, I think, Dick's Perrin Porth won their local derby 4-2 at Gunavon, mate. With my old mate Elliot Jolly Diggs still doing a turn, he is, mate, into his <laughs> 40s, still playing well, I've heard, mate. So, well done to you, Els. But, but yeah, Perrin Porth, um, but they, they're, they stay second, Diggs. They're, they're four points behind leaders, Falmouth United, mate, who are, are looking. But that, that's quite a good league, Diggs, Division 4. It's quite a tight one, but, but, um, but yeah, Falmouth United, four points clear, you know, just, Fending off Perrinporth, St. Just, and possibly Elston Raiders at the minute, mate. St. Kevin have got a couple of games in hand as well, mate. So they'll be looking to win that Christmas match at Ruin Minor, Diggs, won't they? To put, put themselves in the mix as well, Diggs. So mm-hmm. that's about it, Division 4, mate. Right. Okay. So, uh, and as you yeah. say, um, yeah, not so much activity in the, in the lower leagues. Um, what no. is it they call them? Grassroots leagues or recreational leagues or? Yeah. Well, I think St. Perrin's, mate. I think, you know, I know step seven. That it, well, is it, well, is it combo, mate? Combo and East Cornwall are recreational. Yeah. Cause and Dutchy and Trelawney are grassroots, aren't they? I, I'm not sure, to be honest. I know that the, no. the St. Perrin League is, is, is a regional feeder league, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, at least that's got a title, Deeks, hasn't it? <laughs> Step seven. And, well, but yeah, but, a title well, if yeah, we well, can remember what it is. But um, yeah, that's true. <laughs> I always, always find it a bit disrespectful, Deeks. Don't you like the Cornwall and East Cornwall? Good old, good old leagues. They've been in Cornwall over the you know over the years, Deeks, and you know he's called 
recreational leagues, mate. You know, they're, they're better than that, mate. A bit more mm. serious than that, I think, aren't they? And oh, you sounded like Chris Ooh. Sutton then, didn't you? Yeah, I think so, mate. I think they deserve a bit more respect than that. And, you know, not that I want another argument with the FA, but but uh, don't, I don't like that wording. And grassroots football, mate, you know, it's, you know, the Dutchie and, and Trelawney League got a lot of talented players in their deeps, you know, a bit more grassroots to me, mate, you know, <laughs> but, you know, I can understand like, you know, maybe a Sunday league or something being called that deeps, you know, grassroots football or something, but. But no, I think these leagues are all pretty competitive with a lot of good players in them, Dicks. So that's me Scrooge bit for Christmas. Right. <laughs> right. Well, that pretty much brings us to the end of the programme, doesn't it? Because, um, well, you're up there in Scotland, yeah. so you won't be going to any games down here. I've already mentioned that yeah. uh, probably uh, Boxing Day, it's uh, Falmouth against Penryn, and the Bank Holiday Monday will be, well, it's uh, more than likely Penzance um, against Wendron. So that's it, isn't it? We're all it done before the... Christmas. We are, mate. Yeah, we are, mate. And I hope you enjoy your two games, mate. See a lot of goals. And just like to reiterate, Deeks, you know, I think you've already mentioned it. Big thanks to Phil, John, you know, and Cam, mate, for everything they do on the show, mate. And and, and from me to you, Deeks, you know, me... The Christmas cards in the post anyway. I've I think, got it. From I've got it. I've you got it. You got yeah. it. Ah, yeah. oh, that's all right then, mate. That's all right, bud. But we don't send many. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, but no. But yeah, thanks for everything you do for the forum, Deeks. And you know, you you give me the easy bit, Deeks. You know, thanks for all the great interview. You know, all the interviews and everything over the year, mate. And 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 for everyone, you know, who listens as well, Deeks. You know, thanks to everyone who listens in and. You know, it wouldn't be worth us doing if, if they didn't, Deeks, would it? So, no, that's right. Know, thanks, sir. Yeah. Uh, and those people that do listen, don't forget, we're, we're always happy to, to get um, feedback from you, whether it's good, bad, or indifferent. Yeah. And actually, a new thing now on Spotify, anyone who listens on Spotify, you can actually rate the podcast as to uh, you can give um, mm. how many stars you think uh, the episode is uh, is worth. And, and that's good for us because it also tells us that uh, we either need to improve or we can just sit back and relax and enjoy <laughs> what we're doing because it's so good. So, um, yeah. so it's, it's all useful to have. And more interviews. Obviously, today there's, you know, very little in the way of interviews, but there will be more coming we're hopefully starting us from next week again um when the focus next week rapper is really on the um well what happens in the western league uh, over the christmas period yeah. but also the uh walter c parson league cup there's eight yeah. games on bank holiday monday after the new year so we'll be focusing in on those next week yeah i used to love that league cup quarterfinal dates on new year's day Used to love that. <laughs> yeah. I think it had my best ever game actually, Deeks for Falmouth on a on a on a New Year's Day, mate. It definitely won an Easter Monday, anyway, mate. But <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah. well, you never played on no. Easter Monday, did you? Well, well no. you did, you did, but you didn't. Yeah, yeah. Was, yeah. No, you I, were there. I was there Deeks. You were there. Yeah, I was That's there. Right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Beat to a point three nil. We did Deeks Falmouth and. Yeah, probably. Uh, well, scored two and set one on a plate. Set one up on a plate for Neil Phillips, mate. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, remember Gilby coming up after the game, mate, and you know he said he was brilliant today, like so. Bless him, mate. Good old Gilby. 
<laughs> but uh, yeah, they had good sidekicks as well to a point, mate. Remember Phil Cordu and that, mate? You know, yeah, that team? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Talking about to a point, have you seen their, their new permanent signing? Yes, mate. Yeah, that, I, was, I was a little bit shocked with that. This I know, you know, I know you got your finger to the pulse a little bit more than me, mate. And you know, you said he sort of hadn't been featuring too much for for Dane, mate, has he at the Ashes? But but I watched him like pre-season digs against Middlesbrough. I thought he was like best player on the pitch, mate. Yeah. <laughs> you know, Callum, mate. So yeah, it's it's hell of a signing, mate, for Torpoint, isn't it? Yeah. Really. No, yeah, that's right. Um, well, yeah. I think it's a very good signing, you know, without doubt. Could be the difference, Diggs, couldn't it? Do you think? Could be the difference between, yeah. you know, that little, yeah, winning it and not, maybe. Yeah. That's right. Signing uh, like, yeah. Excellent signing. So, um, great work, mate. Yeah. yeah. Great. So that's Callum O'Brien gone to Tour Point from Saltash. Oh, yeah. I, well, I, I guess he can stay on Saltash's books, can't he? So if, if yeah. they're ever sort of short of a defender he could always slot in there if tall point haven't got a game but um yeah sure you will mate yeah, yeah that's right yeah i'm just gonna say merry christmas to you and your family and everyone in scotland that knows me so it's only a handful of people um <laughs> and uh, and everyone in cornwall well keep listening stay safe and merry christmas yeah it- I'd just like to echo that, Deeks. Yeah, Merry Christmas to you, mate, all the family, the girls and everything, Deeks. And, and to everyone that listens, you know, thanks very much for everything this year. And, and hopefully, you know, we get a, get to finish our Cornish football season in 2022, mate. Merry mm-hmm. Christmas, everyone. Thanks for listening. We hope you enjoyed the show. Cornish Walker Podcast.